Live from New York, it's the show that was on Hard Knocks last night oh. and quarterback. Oh, I told you, that? we're your favorite and, show's favorite show. And the Steph Curry documentary. <laughs> were we really? For, yeah, it wasn't great for me, but uh, we'll never. I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. Oh, that. it's not great. Really? Yeah. The documentary or our appearance? Oh, I like it all. <laughs> Today, <laughs> Sean Payton has new rules. Will they help the Broncos get to the playoffs? Meanwhile, the Jets. Take a shot at the Patriots? What are you guys doing? <laughs> just what are you doing? Wilds is fired up. I mean, it's just really ridiculous. Is. Wilds is really They've won a game since 2015 against They've the Patriots. They've got the upper hand now. They In do. what? Football. <laughs> Press wow. releases. And finally, is the Prince headed to superstar? This isn't even my take. Mm. It's not. He said it might happen, courtesy uh, of Can Bill we Barnard. kill the bugles? I mean, they're, they're trumpets. royal trumpets. Royals? Yeah. These yeah. ones are. I think this is absolutely like right. Queen comes out too. Yeah. Alongside Nick Wright and uh, Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick. Yeah. Did you have anything to say? Well, about I'm this? just listen. Bill, better late than never. Glad to see you join me. You're just a year behind. These fellows are going to be ages behind. Epochs, as they would say in the royal time. You say. Yeah. That. I mean, <laughs> I mean, eventually they'll catch up. Is it epochs or epochs? You know, it, in Britain, it's epochs. You're right. <laughs> We start with Dax back in the A block. Dan Graziano writing, there's absolutely not one reason to believe the Cowboys wouldn't extend Dak. All right. So the future seems pretty secure. So, Brew, the question becomes, what's on the line for Dak this season? Legacy. That's a lot. Just legacy. That's it. What's kind of? The contract extension, I agree with Graziano. Like, he's the Cowboys quarterback for the foreseeable future. Because he is a good quarterback, and you can be a perennial contender with him at the very least. It remains to be seen, can he win a Super Bowl? Because they do have enough. I mean, the defense is great. You got some receivers now. They've Mm -hmm. always had a good running game, the offensive line. Is he good enough? Maybe. I I think you can win a Super Bowl with him. All right, so they're going to extend him. The only way he's not their quarterback long term is if they trade him for a better quarterback. All right, Which so barring, right, barring that, he's the quarterback. So what's on the line is his legacy. How good is Dak Prescott? Is he Tony Romo, who was a really good quarterback, but probably overrated and overvalued just because he was a, Cal- I a Cowboy? I Romo entirely. I think he was, I think he was underrated he was... and unfairly maligned, but oh, that's, no. a, that's oh, a story no. for seven years ago. So yeah, yeah. I, look, he was, I think he was a good – he was definitely a good quarterback, but I think he was over – Exposed, you know, like because of viewed who? as a superstar yeah. because he did, was a quarterback sure. of the Cowboys. That's what Dak is. So if Dak this year, the the NFC is wide open. As good as Philadelphia is, as good as San Francisco is, they got quarterback issues. So this is the year, and I've said it. At least the NFC title game, if you're as good as you're supposed to be. So the I agree with a lot of what you said, but I also think this is a sneaky, massive story about. What's going to happen with Dak and the Cowboys moving forward for this reason, this reason alone? They can't franchise tag him again. They've already done it twice, and it's in his contract. It can't be done. So why does that matter? He's got two years left on his deal. If he's awesome this year, Mm -hmm. he is going to get this next offseason far and away the biggest and best contract in NFL history. Because he's going to be able to be a true and clear, untaggable free agent Mm -hmm. at 31 years old at the quarterback position, or 32 years old at the point that you get there, at the quarterback position. What's the quarterback who every time he has signed a contract, we've said, my God, it's fully guaranteed, and he has got all. It's Kirk Cousins. Why? Because he's untaggable. Because the right. Washington tagged him was a couple times. It's essentially impossible to tag guy a third time. Dak literally has it in his contract. They can't tag him. So if he's really good this year, he is going to be able to ask for anything he wants with the threat of I can sign, be a f- true free agent a, a year after next. And so I think what's on the line is if they do what I think they might be able to do, which is make that NFC championship game for the first time in 27 years, if not the first Super Bowl in the same amount of time. I mean, you're looking at your first $60 million a year player in Dak Prescott. And so I think that's what's on the line here because what Dak's agent 
I think it's Todd France, uh, was fighting for, if you remember their previous negotiations, was the length of time and the no tag clause, and they got that. So that's why this is already a story with two years left on his deal. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to training camp in Dallas. Yeah. I had Dustman pull together several interceptions. He had two within the span of 10 minutes to Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon at one point, I don't think it's this one, I think it's the next one, started uh, acting like Deion Sanders. Here he gave a souvenir to a fan. I think this is the one he starts high-stepping like Deion. Uh, He had 15 interceptions in 12 games. How many passes? 394 passes. I did some math, so take it as you will. That would equal out to around 22, 23 interceptions for the year if he played the full year. At what point do we have to worry about these training camp interceptions that they're not nothing? Are you worried about them, bro? I wouldn't say worried, um, obviously, because Dak hasn't been a high interception well, guy his whole is career. He was last year. Last right year, now, he was. watching this. No, no question, he was last year. Um, and but you can't get too worried about these. Here, here's what I want to see Dak do. Obviously, in addition to cutting down on the interceptions, how about beating good teams? And keeping your team from having their F game. Last oh, year, F game. the, F, God, the F, game. F game, you remember? About but that. that was true, though. That was a great the F brand. game is on the quarterback. <laughs> yes, that's a great – Philadelphia, I think Jalen Hurts keeps them from having F games. Yes, six and Because he's such a leader. Yeah. And Dak, the last game of the regular season, they had an F game when they had a slight chance. Remember Washington beat them 26-6. So here's what I want to see Dak beat some good teams, all right? Look at his record against teams above 500. He kills the teams below 500. Above, he's under 500, and his passer rating dips. Okay, but that's, that's who you everybody. Gotta beat. Hold on. Now, Hold on a second. You got another Every- graphic for okay. somebody else? That's, the, that's a really the, good quarterback. Okay, well, so, no, I don't have another graphic. But right. what I am 20%. telling you is that every player in the league – has better numbers against better. bad teams. And 78% to 47%. Hold on a second. I was looking at the pass ratings. The pass rating is what I want to focus on for a moment. It, the fact that he has a 101 versus a 95, essentially, of bad teams to good teams, that is not shocking at all. Wins, again, we don't have to do this for the third day in a row, are a team stat. So, yes. But, you but are, the quarterback has a lot to do with more than yeah, anyone I, to do with it. Agreed on that okay, point. Okay, that's what but I'm my, uh, the, I think it is only the best of the best quarterbacks that win 60% of their games against good teams. There, you, you win 60% of your games in the season, you make the playoffs. I didn't like ask the, for 60. Well, 22. Ask uh, for above 50. Okay, but that, so if he wins his first three against plus 500 teams, okay. is that 500? Okay. I mean, it's not like okay. he's, he he's terribly okay. below. The, the, the interception rate thing, didn't you do one of your just delightful Instagram videos oh, or whiteboard yes. things yes, about training camp interceptions? Yeah. And didn't it make the point that they don't matter? No. That, okay, sorry. What was oh, well, How delightful could it be if you don't even remember? Okay, what it? was it? Explain it to me. I apologize. <laughs> it's when basically it's when Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. It's not a big deal because mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is great, and maybe it was behind the back. Yeah. When Mac Jones throws an interception, uh-huh. it's, it's great defense. Yeah. And when everyone <laughs> when else, everyone else throws an interception, <laughs> it's regression t- year. Right. It's but coming. It's right. something. But wasn't that you making fun of how we people cover training camp? No, I'm saying that's the way it really is. That's the way it really is. Okay, then I Dak is throwing it. a lot. Every time uh, I log I, on, Dak is I throwing the that, ball but, to but Trayvon real quick, it, to, to back up your point, Brew, even last year with Dak being number one in the league right. in interceptions. From his rookie, for his career, from his rookie year to right now, he's bottom six, which is really a good thing, in interception rate in the NFL. Yeah. He has done a really good job of taking care of the football. Last season, where he was injured early on, plus now training camp does not make me think all of a sudden he's going to be a super turnover-prone player. I just don't think And also, Wilds, a lot of times in training camp, you're working on throws that you won't throw in the game. You're trying to get it to guys in windows that you wouldn't risk during the game. So I think that's, that's right. some of it, too. I think that's right. Incorrect. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. I had 50. Get off threads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know if, I don't know if he's throwing interceptions on threads, but on Twitter or the X or whatever it is, he's throwing interceptions. Uh, <laughs> NFC East odds. The Eagles at number one, depending 
on the what type of field they're playing on. If yeah. you know the sod, I mean, my God, the poor turf, guys. Yeah. The, these lines could move. Then it's the Cowboys who thankfully play indoors. Yeah. Uh, then it's the Giants, and then it's the Frisky Commanders actually going to yeah. win. Yeah, thirteen to one. Your pick, but go ahead. Yeah, that's why they're called worst to first. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, do the Cowboys need to win the NFC East to prove they are for real? No. No. I mean, they have to get in the playoffs. And as I said earlier, more consistency. I want to see that playing better against the better teams. And even if you're going to lose, but don't have a complete failure, a complete flop like they did at F like, game. At time. Yeah, an F game. All right. So if they stop doing things like that and just get into the playoffs, then they got a shot. They are one of the better teams in the NFC without question. So they're for real. The question is, can they be consistent and can Dak step up in the biggest moments? So I thought that I was going to agree with that because when we were discussing wow. this question in the, this morning, I was like, yeah, I mean, if the Eagles win the division, the Cowboys could still be really, really good. Okay. And then I – because we, were, we remember a time where wildcard teams went to the Super Bowl all the time. And, Brew, you're, you, know, you think that the Cowboys, anything short of the Super Bowl, the season's a bust, a disappointment, yes. a failure. Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl. Get, not there. Get, get there. there. Not necessarily win it, but get there. So the Packers, famously with Rodgers, won the Super Bowl as a wildcard team. That was the 2010 season. Mm-hmm. So there have been 12 Super Bowls since then, which means 24 teams played. How many of those 24 teams didn't win their division? Brady. That's it. Brady with the Bucks is the only one. I don't know if it is the new playoff format, the one by, happenstance, whatever it is. But like in the mid-2000 aughts, it happened a lot. You, we saw a lot of wild cards. The Steelers did it. The Giants did it. The, the Packers did it in 2010. But it has happened once in the last dozen years. It's only happened 12 times total in all of NFL history, but only once in the last dozen years. So... Can the Cowboys win three consecutive road playoff games, which is what the wild card team almost always has to do? Technically, in the conference championship weekend, you could be facing another wild card team, but it's very unlikely. What it means is you're going to be on the road the entirety of the playoffs. Brady did it, but yep. that was Tom Brady, who was, had already been to, at that point in his career, 10 Super Bowls, or nine Super Bowls mm-hmm. at that point in his career. I don't, I don't think. It's realistic for the Cowboys. I do think that for the Cowboys to have the type of season that I think they can have, they have to win the division. Mm. I think they have to win the division, and that whether they're the one seed and get the bye or not, have at the very least the, uh, the beginning of the playoffs go through Dallas, not have to be on the road at the very beginning. So I do think for them to have a great season, they have to win the division. You know what? That's how it's going to end up. What's that? They're going to lose division? a home playoff game. That's how this is all. It's a, it's a take that's a long way away. But that's how it's going to be. Like, wow, Cowboys are rolling. Home playoff game. That's F- how Dak's rookie season F- ended against Aaron Rodgers. It wouldn't be surprising. It's what they do. The F game. It's what they've done. F- A.J. Brown weighed in on Jalen Hurts. Oh, he wasn't talking about the refs and the Big Super Bowl? <laughs> Third Big in baby. the NFL's top 100. It didn't carry much weight. Take a listen. As a friend, um, you know, I'm extremely proud of him, uh, what he's accomplished this, this past season, you know. But as a teammate, you know, uh, I think nobody cares, you know. And he, he doesn't care either, and that's okay. That's what makes Jalen Hurts great. Um, do you think Dak can jump Jalen Hurts as the best QB in the NFC? Yes, absolutely. I'm not predicting it. I actually think Hurts will build on what he did last Mm -hmm. year. I think his passing numbers will be even better than they were last year, and that will make him better. But is it possible? I mean, like, is it even realistic? Yeah, it's realistic. Like, Jalen Hurts has done it for one year. Mm -hmm. All right? Kyler Murray has a couple good years. Carson Wentz did it for one year. Mac Jones Kind of sort no, of had really. one, but he, not Max, a star year, but yeah. it was a good year for a rookie. Yeah, it was, it was all the good, and then the he Bowl. fell off yeah. the map, all yeah, right? Exactly. And now he's challenged, struggling yeah. with Bailey Zappi to no, win not, his job. Okay, so <laughs> I want to see, see Jalen Hurts do it for another year. And Dak Prescott is only, you know, he's behind him, but it's not like a wide. He's the second-best quarterback in the conference. And, yeah, and the conference doesn't have that many great quarterbacks. Well, that's what I was – can I ask and you so, this? so, yeah, he could jump him. So, if he does – If he wins if, – if, I don't know if you're going to pick them to get to the Super Bowl. If they get to the Super Bowl, obviously Dak will be a huge yeah. part of that. People will say he's better than Jay. Okay, Hurt. so yes. well, here's my question. Let's say all that happens. Then does the NFC just have no elite quarterbacks? 
Because we know that Dak, even if he wins the Super Bowl, can't be elite in your eyes. No. So, he, so they're just the whole what he's done so has far, no he's not close to elite Okay, yet. He's a very good quarterback. So he got here, to a Super Bowl? If he, 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 just because you get to a Super Bowl and even if you win it, that means you're elite? It, it, typically, typically. But there have been a lot. The there have been worse quarterbacks than Dak yes, Prescott. Yes, but hold on. Wait, wait just a moment. Just quickly. Typically, Jimmy G has gotten to a Super Bowl. I said, I said, I like, if, I said if you win it. But the, the Cowboys – if they were to get there, it would not be the the 2000 Ravens or the 02 Bucks model. It would be because the offense is really good. But the, the, rather than have the I, – I kind of goaded you on the elite quarterback thing. I didn't mean to. I apologize. If Dak, Dak has the ability this year, he could jump if you so – I'm going to give you some names. Some people might already have him ahead of these people. But if not, he certainly – he could jump ahead of Justin Herbert. I think most people have Herbert ahead of him. Herbert, I know you don't believe him because you That's pray right. at the altar of quarterback wins. Well, wins it and matters. he's yeah, and it, so it is about he, winning the game. Okay, but so right now though, you have Herbert ahead of Dak. Yeah. I think yeah. he could absolutely go ahead of Herbert. Sure. He could jump ahead of Lamar. If Lamar has another bad year, yeah, he, I mean it, it might be well, just it, because it, Lamar, yeah. Lamar is moving backwards. Well with these guys, I, you guys might disagree. I don't think you'll disagree. You might disagree. Dak at the end of this year could be considered better than Rodgers. If well, Ro- uh, yeah, Rodgers will be 40. Want, right, no, but that's, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. But there's, So my point is, at the end of this year, Dak could be pretty widely considered one of the five best quarterbacks in football. Don't you think, just quickly before, he just, I mean, before it's just go. All, If he jumps hurts, just real quick, if he jumps hurts, he'll be considered one of the five best quarterbacks if, in football. Okay. Don't you think okay. the Cowboys are just going to run the ball too much for him to make some huge no. statistical leap? No, Not because I don't much. think Tony Pollard can run the ball 25 times. If you remember Tony Pollard... I don't have it now, but remember when they were talking about giving him the carries? Yeah, and, I, and I went back to college, and it was like once in his career he had gotten more than yeah, he, 14 he touches in a game. College. I think he's dynamic, but I don't think he's – But he'll get 25 first. touches, but that will be runs and catches. Yeah, get 25 yeah, touches. Seven. I don't think 20, he's – 20 to 25, I think he's going to be in between there. That's a lot, man. He That's is their bell cat. He's now the bell They might bring Zeke back for I nothing. think they're going to. I think they bring Zeke back okay. for like $3 million yeah. bucks. I think they are. They might. Ronald Jones out for what, two games? Ronald Jones d- doesn't play, man. Ronald Jones is not going to play. Ronald Jones. He is- won't be. No, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones couldn't get on the field last year. All right. Well, they didn't run the ball. The, the it's, it's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, coming up next, can Russell Wilson slide his way into the playoffs? Next on oh, FS1, the break. Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. That's much more effective than what your boy does, Matt. Oh, let's. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Lexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sean Payton has said he will be... Pissed off. Oh, family show. <laughs> uh, if the Broncos don't make the playoffs, and last week Russ said anything not first is second or last, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, well, I, hold on. It's a great statement. No, because anything not first is not second. It's, uh, they would be thrilled to be or second. Or last. I mean, yeah. but he. Well, there's he, only four spots available. He means we're Super Bowl. That's what we talk about here. That's really? What he means. Yes, what he means. Okay. Sorry, I didn't Quite think sure. that, but go ahead. They open the season hosting the Raiders uh, as they march toward the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Greg Jennings is here looking splendid. Really looking great. <laughs> Bro, you've been all over the map with this one. Yeah. I'll be 100% honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you just rushed in and took Russell Wilson from me. So no, that's but cool. you jumped the news read to defend Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now I'm going to throw this to you, and you're going to be like, I don't really believe in the guy. Well, yeah. ask me the question. Okay, the question is this. Any chance, any at all, snowball's chance, the Broncos are a playoff team? Absolutely. There we go. Now, we haven't made our picks yet. No, that's That doesn't mean I'm week. picking them, but can they make the playoffs? Bro. Without – hold on. Yes, they can make the playoffs. All right? Now, right now, at this very moment, I like Kansas City obviously better than them. And the Chargers. But would I be shell-shocked if they finished ahead of the Chargers and snuck into the playoffs? No way. That defense is legit. Okay. All right, it's been top 10 the last two years. They lost five games last year where they didn't even score 18 points. Come on. 
Sean Payton improves in offense, and I'm going to say this about Russ, your guy now. Well, All right, no, he's Russell Wilson, he's always you wanted to act like Nate Hackett had nothing to do with no. Russell's struggle. No, I didn't. I- Look at Russell Wilson's numbers with and without oh Hackett. Oh, my God. Hold on, hold well, on. You're not can, doing Can I explain? I, you, yes. 500 football. Now, I get it. It's two games. I get it. It's two games. But hold on. Those games were against the Chiefs Uh and the Chargers. They beat the Chargers. All right? So, they beat a playoff team. When the Chargers had had nothing to play for. Hold on. He had four touchdowns. Week 18. He had four touchdowns in two games versus 12 in 13 games with Hackett. He ran for two more. Okay. He had run for one touchdown the entire 13 games under Hackett. The number, obviously passer rating, completion percentage. What I'm saying is he was was better without Hackett, and now you got Sean Payton coming in. I'm full of graphics this second. Dusty, Sean Payton comes in, and what does he do? He wins with quarterbacks. Every one of those quarterbacks has a great record with Sean Payton. This is so insane. it is very right. possible that they have a big improvement and make the okay. playoffs. First of all, good. Wild, good for you. You're off the hook. Russ is bruised guy. <laughs> was, once there again. Once again. was there one non-fact? Was there one non-fact? No, not on the graphics because Thank Dusty and Josh are in charge of the graphics and they don't let you, you know, throw around these willy-nilly statements. No, I just like, explained them. Let me ask, I gave them content. Let me ask the group a, a question before I even get to Russ. Last year, did the Kansas City Chiefs have a great defense? Would anyone say that was a great defense? Middle of the road. The Kansas City Chiefs allowed 21 points per game. The Denver Broncos, who are going to lean on their defense, allowed 21 points per game. This idea that the Broncos... And they got no help from the the offense. They don't have to play the Chiefs. Obviously, Kansas City's giving them much help with their offense. Denver gave them none. Okay, appreciate all of that. My point is, we got to, at some point, every team... That you're like, oh, they could surprise you. They can't all it be because they have a top five defense. Niners got a great defense. Cowboys got a great defense. We know the Eagles got a great the defense. Commanders have a the great Commanders defense. have a great defense. They the do. Jets defense, everyone's going to be leaning on. At some point, a good defense is outside of the top ten. And the Broncos They've last year were 14th in points per game. Not points, ties, though. Points. But the, yardage, the, they the were yardage, they were okay. Top, yardage, I think they were eight. Five. That's the first point. Yeah. The second point is this. If we are, my answer is no. There's no chance they're a playoff team, and here's why, Ooh, Greg. Greg, I like every AFC East team more. Every, all four of them. I like nice of you every say. AFC North team more. I'm squeamish on the Browns, but because there is the chance, I am. I think there's a better chance to Sean is awesome again than Russ is awesome again. That's all four teams there. I obviously like the Jags more, and I and that's the it in the AFC South, and I like. The Chiefs and the Chargers more. That puts the Broncos twelfth. That's just because that, of who you like. What do right, you right. What <laughs> mean? That, that puts them twelfth in your mind. You like. No, that's based. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. At this table, the entire United States of America. Was anyone more right about the Broncos last year than me? No, you guys. No. Okay. Was that because I was biased, or was that because I watched the Seahawks and said, "Hmm, Pete Carroll's a pretty sharp guy. John Schneider's a pretty sharp guy. Yeah, they can't wait to get rid of him." They can't wait to get rid of him. And the Seahawks, who everyone said, oh, they're going to fall off a cliff because they're going to go from Russ to Geno Smith. How'd they do? They got better. And all of a sudden, that offensive line that couldn't protect Russ got better. All of it's Some of the worst coaching we've seen in years. I'm not going to even lean on the coaching. But it it was was. just a poor performance by Russell, Russell Wilson. Simply put, last year was on Russ. Like, this year... For me, and I said this earlier in, in the offseason, before preseason, before training camp, this is my dark horse Super Bowl team. Oh, wow! You heard that? No, you don't have to turn around, turn your back to me. You've heard me say this. I know. Don't act surprised. So they definitely making the playoffs. They're making the playoffs. Oh, my. Look, Russell, Russell Wilson is coming back with a vengeance. And what, what, what makes me believe that? He is in shape. The guy was completely out of shape. Wait, wait he's yeah. What, these he's workouts. Taking, yeah, he's taking this. Off. If oh, you look at you, you we put it up. If we look Matt at Jones him in that. last year's season and going into this off season and look at him now, he cares. Last year he got a little complacent. I don't care what anybody says. How can says. he get complacent? He got comfortable. 
He had just been traded and got a huge deal. I understand that. But Greg, was, this is why you think he's winning this. I'm, I'm not saying this specific workout. The fact that, that he one, looks yeah. better and he looks more in shape and condition, he is prepared. He's not taking this offseason for granted like I feel like he did last season. Look, he has weapons. You look at this offensive unit, they have weapons around Russell Wilson. It was a lack of him performing at the level they believed he would perform at. Simply put. He can play. He will bounce back. He has Sean Payton, as you alluded Hello. to. This is a playoff team. Okay. You can market it. Nick, can I tell you on something? Because wow. I know. Yeah, so Chargers ahead. not making it? Well, no, you could three. You could, three they going to have three. Okay. They're going to have three. Raiders fan. Uh, Russ in one score games when he was with Seattle in last year. Yeah. So I, one way to look at this is, you know, he used to be good, and last year he's washed. But is, can Sean Payton win you? Sure. Get, you three get half points. of them. Get half of them. So it's six and six. And so now, so now. I'm not giving you, no, I'm giving you more of that. He's 21 and eight. He's look. Week one, it was that silly 80-yard field goal. They could have won that game in Seattle. Guys, three overtime games that could have gone either way. Guys, the Tennessee game, all the Kansas City games. I know you were up big, but you know. Hold on, but three. wait a second. This is where again. Getting close. 10-9. Wait a second. Sean Payton can't over, have put one that play. back up. Put that back up like, before we, he plays the news, Sean Payton thing. This and we is win where. The game. Gosh, I need I, I need an extra job title. I need to, I need last looks on all the graphics we put up on this show <laughs> because this is misleading. You just told me he was four and eight in one score games. Yeah. And now you're only showing me his one-score losses. So, yes, some of those losses could have gone the other way. And some of the wins, which aren't on the graphic, by one score. I understand. But some of the wins could have gone the other way as well. No, correct? no, 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 no. no, no. Okay. The wins stay the wins. Okay. <laughs> losses become the wins. Okay. With Sean Payton. Sean Payton's not going to coach you into a loss. By the way, guys, i got to tell you something. This next topic, I'm not sure what it is, but I have to take it off. I think Greg popped my tricep. <laughs> Man, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right now. Greg Fry. I mean, Greg, you're yes. the reason Greg. Greg cares so much about working out because he does it six hours a day, and I think he underestimated his strength when he pulled the chair around the other way. So I might be out here for uh, Okay, now it's time for the most creative part of the show. I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Are you ready? Yeah. News read? Yeah. Sean Payton. He's got new rules. He's got them. <clears throat> Here's what he's looking for. What? <laughs> to do a leaper reference. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> what are you doing? I told you. It's a creative choice. Okay, go ahead. Here's what he's looking for in the Broncos preseason game against the Cardinals. Take a listen. <laughs> you don't want to see 10 guys in the field. I don't want to see uniforms off after we're done playing, sunglasses on, Gilligan's hats on, interviews during the game. Um, that's what I don't want to see. Um, but we'll communicate all of that. Okay, just put the record. Gilligan hats is a reference. I don't even think Gilligan wore it. Did someone? No, Gilligan wore it. Gilligan hat. wore yes, hat. He okay. did. It's just bucket. A white yes. bucket hat. A white bucket hat. Yeah. Okay. He but I get what he Sean said. Sean Payton does not like those. <laughs> so, Greg, what was your reaction to these rules? I don't mind it. Every coach has their really? preseason rules that they want to implement and put in place. Look, they want guys to be locked in. It's one of those parts of the seasons where your starters aren't going to really play a whole lot, but you want them to stay engaged. You want them to be in tune to what's going on. So when you do turn around and watch this film the following day, you have something to go off of. You have guys who are going to remain engaged. One of the biggest distractions, he mentions this in his article or his, his conference, is the interviews during I the game. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Guys, guys sometimes get lost and dismiss the fact that their teammates are still playing a game because reporters come up and they want to interview them during a possession, whether it be offense or defense. And he wants this team, who did not have success last year, you don't get the privileges of a team like the Kansas City yes. Chiefs where you get a little bit more leash and leniency. No, you don't. You earn all those things. So I, I like them reeling this, these guys in. No one's going to be reeled in more than... The quarterback, mm. Russell Wilson. Tough one. I don't like it. I love it. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying, I, I, he's setting a culture. The culture was bad last year. It was too relaxed. The guys were too casual. And the Gilligan hats, I bet you he means any, like, casual hats. Any hat that's not like a no. baseball cap. I bet he doesn't mean just specifically bucket hats. Visors. Cowboy hats. Any, any Cowboy hats. hats. I'm serious. Any some hats. No, some he doesn't girls. want casual, a casual look. What about Like you chilling hat? in your like, bucket oh, hat. Oh, Russ you wants to cook. N- Huge chef None hat. of that. None of that. Baseball cap. That's probably Why does probably he care about, about that. Hold on because a it's about setting the Hello? culture. It is about <laughs> setting the tone. Woo. I'm serious. Spinning it. <laughs> 
I'm sick. Greg knows what I'm talking about. It's like why why did why did coaches, you know, back in the day have guys wear a, a certain tie to games? You are setting a culture. Why do the Yankees not allow facial hair? They are setting a culture, which is pointless. Setting a no, it's a tune. Oh yeah, this guy. How many how many World Series championships do they have? That's all I'm talking about. Series because they shaved their face and now the Broncos. It is about the culture. It is about the culture. I thought you you go in there, you go in there, and you know it's all football. It's all business. Greg knows I'm right. Old people be lying. Oh, I think a lot of this. I think a lot of this is, you know, he's trying to dismiss oh. all, all of what this game happened. Trevor was on the team. Could he wear the crown? Come on, he <laughs> might make Trevor cut Our his hair. Oh. Cut, cut your hair. Take off that crown. <laughs> y'all, I'm, y'all, crazy. I'm serious. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. I sent you a tweet. You sent me a factoid. (laughs) It's a video highlight segment. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I thought you'd put it Bill Barnwell listed his breakout players for the year and in the category of pro bowler to superstar. Mm. The first entry is Trevor Lawrence, looking to build upon a good second half of his second year. I guess we'll start with Greg Jennings. (laughs) Greg, do you expect the Prince to be a superstar this year? I do. I do. Well, what the heck? Absolutely. I would have just gone to Nick. Back on side. There we go. Absolutely. He doesn't want to be late like you guys. when When you look at what Trevor Lawrence was able to do last year, specifically the second half of the season, they were one of the hottest teams in the NFL. You look at this record, the passing... Uh, rating and the touchdown versus interceptions. All of these are superb numbers. These are real numbers. Going into the postseason, he was playing really good football. What What is most impressive about all of this yeah. is he adds an actual elite receiver. Mm. We like, think. No, no, he's no, good. No. Calvin Ridley no, is he elite. Was great two and years so for ago. me, when you when you get a quarterback that is finding themselves in the second year in this system with Doug Peterson, like he's comfortable. He understands the expectation that is being asked of him and what how to run this offense. This kid is gonna take another step and not not just a step he's going to take a leap simply because he has these types of games where the end of the season last year I I made the statement that they were playing playoff type games Mm -hmm. I actually said playoff games and you corrected me and said they're actually regular season but remember that but that's they were those style of games they were they had to win out they had to win out to get in and they did play within that (laughs) to play in that type of environment week to week it prepared him for then an opportunity to play like he did in the playoff game against yeah. the Chargers, but then bounce half. back. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. First half, and then now what we what do we remember? The second half. Because well, they ended I, remember the both. I remember the beginning. Okay. Remember oh, yeah, guys, you want to just This is not on. a controversial <laughs> opinion. It really isn't. This is you guys have like a weird like reverse Stockholm syndrome when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, where it's like you you've heard me talk about him so much and be so right about him every time. Look you guys are posture. now entrenched Look against the, the guy who who was the number one? Don't I swear the, to God, get the this number one player of at court 15, in high school. 16, okay. 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. For seven years in a row, he was the <laughs> number nothing. one prospect in America. He had one down year. And then he went right back Actually. to being Peyton Manning part two, oh, not 2.0. You point gave up that 2.0 because you, like, you, you look, you Googled it. You Googled it. Just round out. I know. I'll show Bruce up. Now, okay, that's fine. I just wanted Peyton Manning in year two won the AFC South, went to round two of the playoffs, and then in year three led the league in yards and touchdowns and finished top five in MVP voting. That is the trajectory Trevor Lawrence is on. Will he lead the league in those categories? I don't know. Will he be a top five MVP guy? You bet your yes, he will. A lot of feelings. What and I know you feel? uh, you've cast your you lot facts. with Trevor Lawrence. I get it. But I'm going to appeal the brew, and I'm just going to deliver Please do, cold hard posture, facts. I need to know. <laughs> this Trevor Lawrence, here's how Trevor Lawrence started the season. Not great. He had 10 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. And then, weeks 9 through 15, 
He was amazing. 14 touchdowns, one interception. And then, week 16, until he lost to the Chiefs, it was back to 6-6. Six and six. But everybody wants to just take weeks one through eight and attach it to his rookie year, although it wasn't. That's him kind of getting his sea legs. It is what it is. But then he crescendoed. Well, yeah, he crescendoed, and then he came back to earth and is through the same amount of touchdowns as he did interceptions. That's because – hold on. Can he I, had four in the first half. Wait, wait Wilds, but you – hold on. That would be a decent argument from a lot of people. You are Mr. Quarterback wins. Yeah. That, the, the week 16 through the division round was five games. Yeah. They, they both went are four and no. one. Yes, you are. And I their just, only loss the the was like on it. the road to the Chiefs. They won the game. Look, they they I, won all the games. I like, they won 16, 17, 18 in the wild card round. It's great. And So if you want to say he's more like a quarterback wins guy no, like Jimmy G, no, game managing not, things, no, and like I'm not getting a little that. bit lucky bounces, I'm fine with that. I'm saying that he had one bad that. half of football in five weeks. He, he had one bad oh, half. Bad rookie year. First bad half, first bad so part of think? year two. What do you, think he, you yeah. think he's you think he's good, very good, excellent, below average? I what do you think? I think he's slightly better than Mac Jones. Okay. 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 It's because uh, Rube, he has Calvin Ridley. All right, look, I, I'm in a bit of a quandary, all right, <laughs> because I have liked oh, Trevor you, Lawrence. No, let me, let me finish. I've sat here patiently and listened to all you guys and your histrionics <laughs> and all that. I like Trevor Lawrence, always have. Yep. But Nick has been so uh, overboard. So obnoxious about him that I have to bring some sanity. You, it's similar to Jimmy G in the opposite way. I have to bring sanity to the discussion. All right. When, when Trevor and Mac were rookies and Mac clearly was having a better year, what did I always say? Mac's having a better rookie year, but Trevor's going to be better. Trevor's got the higher ceiling, all that. Sure. So superstar this season is a tad rich for my blood. But he's going to be very good. Not yet a superstar, though. You know what? That's the cogent most, analysis. That's the most sober analysis of all these. That was yeah, fair. That's fine. Except for the guy who's been right about him all along and brought you the Royal Trumpeters when they were three and seven, right. only to see them go as far in the playoffs as Jerbo. You didn't bring Bills. the Royal Trumpeters when they were. Three Check and the tape. Robert Sala not only added a veteran QB to his roster, he practically got another coach. Take a listen. You're seeing a lot of these young, 30-year-old offensive coordinators, these gurus have been in the league for five years, and it's like they're being tabbed the you know, offensive coordinator. That's great. They, they've earned it. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, this dude's been in the league 19 years. He's played quarterback for 19 years. You're telling me he doesn't know more than 75% of coaches in football? And so, of course I'm going to ask him. Greg, what was your reaction to that? I don't mind it at all. I think he's telling the truth. Like, you, you have a guy who's played a lot of snaps in this league at a high level, 15-year starter. Like, he's seen a lot of defense. He's seen a lot of teams. He understands what's, what winning looks like. Uh, he's been a part of winning a Super Bowl. He's competed against Robert Sala for, for years when he was a defense coordinator and even when he was with uh, the Seattle Seahawks. So, so for me, for a coach to believe that – I, I can't learn anything from my players. That is, that is doing your players a disservice. When Aaron Rodgers has proven that he has something to offer, not just his skill set. We all know who he is as a quarterback in this league. But what we're able to see now with the hard knocks, him embracing, yeah. pouring into guys that are behind him, Zach Wilson's and the receivers and everybody within that locker room, just his entire posture, you, you got to absorb something from a guy like that. No different than Tom Brady when he was in Tampa and that team hadn't won, the organization hadn't been accustomed to winning. Yes, you're going to soak in every bit that you possibly can to ensure that you give them what they need, and they give you what you're hoping they can and deliver a Super Bowl. I totally agree. I mean, you remember Tampa Bay, they were struggling a bit until Arians started listening more to Brady, you know, and then they took off and won the Super Bowl. This is absolutely the right thing to do. You know, listen to this guy. You know, he knows the offense like the back of his hand because Nate Hackett is there. It's the offense they ran in Green Bay. This is smart, so – I also, Rodgers, when he was in Green Bay, we know he wanted more input, right? He wanted oh. the respect to, of being heard, all right? And so the Jets are saying, look, we're going to listen to you, share with us your thoughts, and that endears you to him. Good so time. I think it's just smart I, all around. I think that's all legit. Uh, the only concern would be 
what the quarterback wants is not always the best thing. And we could go to the struggle with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson in Seattle that I think it turned out Pete was on the right side of. Or we can even go to Aaron. If you remember when Aaron and Greg, you can speak to this obviously far better than me, but when uh, LaFleur first got to Green Bay, mm -hmm. there was a real struggle, and LaFleur wanted Rodgers to do the more old-school turn his back to the defense play action, and Rodgers hated it. Rodgers wanted to always be facing wants forward, to wants to see everything. Yep. And it was a real, I don't want to say struggle, but a back and forth. They ended up finding some happy medium, but it involved Aaron bending somewhat, and he won back-to-back -back MVPs and played the best football he played in years. And so I do think there's an element of what Aaron wants, what any quarterback wants to do at all times is not necessarily the best thing for that, that quarterback or certainly for that team. I agree with that. I mean, you think of going back to your statement, like Matt LaFleur, they want everything to look the same. And yep. so Aaron had to buy into right. the fact Correct. that all my actions have to look, look the, the same. same. He wasn't sold on that initially, bought into it. All Robert Sala is saying is he has something to offer. I'm going to listen. It doesn't mean everything that I'm he's used, I'm going to do. Remember the playoff game against Tampa <clears throat> when they, they went for the field goal instead of going yeah. for it. And maybe now in this situation, maybe they listen to Rodgers. Maybe. That. And maybe they, who knows? Two voices of leadership. <laughs> Well, Wilds, just this is, listen. This, hold on, hold on. Input. Let, give him we input. We gotta go That's because Wilds is about to fire on I'm the I'm not Jets. gonna fire. All right, there's it. one motto that is plastered around Foxborough, repeated by Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time. Sold on T-shirts is the title of a documentary and a book, and that motto is "Do your job." Well, not everyone is a fan. <laughs> Jets defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich last night on Hard Knocks. Do my job. Is that enough? Expletive? No. That's the rest of the NFL, isn't it? Do your job. <laughs> Do your job. Expletive that. <laughs> Come on. What? what? Come on, man. What? <laughs> what? Ah, the Jets. <laughs> what are you guys doing? It's like our main motto. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, they're, mo they're mocking you. They're it, saying it, you guys are like old it. and busted, and they're the they're the new they thing. Know they have yeah, the they said, yeah, they it, said. Yeah, they said it is. It's just there's a lot of things to make fun of the Patriots for. God knows the there are. There's plenty. Yeah, there, we can list a thousand. Yeah, the motto "Do your job," which is also like Nick Saban's motto in Alabama, is not one of them. In fact, the one thing you make fun of me the most about is when your hair. Besides my hair, yeah. <laughs> uh, is when Jacoby Myers started to throw a backwards lateral pass. Yeah, that is that is not your job. Your job <laughs> is to not pass the ball to Mac Jones, and that's when things go awry. Guys, you see, like I think there was always a lesson in the Patriots: like you're not allowed to die for the pylon because you hit the like. Just get the yardage, and we'll figure it out. So I just thought it was comical that the Jets, who have lost 14 consecutive games to the New England Patriots, th they decided to take a shot at the very foundation of the dynasty. Well, right? I, love, I love the shot. Do I agree? Do, Do I agree with it? No, I don't. Thank because you. when you're in a locker room or in any setting and you're asking someone to perform, the expectation is for them to simply do what you hope that they do, and that's it. If they do above and beyond leadership style, like, okay, if you're going to lead, then lead. That is still within the confines of your job, your role, how you present that. It will show us. But to say, do you, I want you guys to do more than your job, I don't even know how you do that. Well, it's, it's, can I, <laughs> Wilds, I'm going to say something. Go. I never say, especially when we're talking the Patriots. You're a thousand percent correct. And to me, it shows an air of misunderstanding and immaturity from the Jets defensive coordinator because say what you want anyone wants about Bill Belichick he is the greatest defensive coach Correct. in the history of the sport and he has preached and Nick Saban like you were saying is maybe the greatest college defensive mm -hmm. coach in the history of the sport clearly the idea on that side of the football and this is the Jets yeah. D coordinator of all 11 do specifically what you're supposed to do, not too much, mm -hmm. not shoot a gap you're not supposed to, you know, not lose contain because you're going to have a quarterback. That's how we build a great defense. And he's out here saying we're going to be world beaters by doing more. I think it's a mistake. Yeah, it, look, as much as I think the Jets will stomp on the Patriots this year or be much better, uh -huh. the, the, you just don't need to do Four this. for four. This, yeah, yeah four for four. I'm with you. You know what they call that? 
He hadn't won a thing. Oh, topic cycle. <laughs> Coming up next, are you buying stock in Jordan Love? Next, first things first. No huddle time. A lot of the segments we huddle, this one we do not. We're going to start in Green Bay. The Jordan Love era will open up in Chicago. Jordan Love saying, I think a lot of people just haven't seen me play enough and are not really familiar with my game, but I'm a baller. So that's what they're going to see. Greg, are you buying stock in Jordan Love? I am buying stock in Jordan Love. I think he's going to be a lot better than what we anticipate him to be, but because we're going to compare him to what Aaron Rodgers was and had always been for that organization, he's going to always fall short in this first season. However, it's very similar to when Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre coming without us out of that locker room the guys really feel strongly about him they love him they love everything that he provides from a leadership standpoint even to what he is on the football field it's just a matter of the coaches really understanding what they have as a quarterback that can perform on Sundays so uh, the I'm the people are selling stock in love I'll buy it because I think it's probably quite cheap I'll also buy stock in the Packers to potentially win that division everyone's Ooh. ready people are ready to crown a lot of historically awful teams like the Jets and the Lions look out for them both why? Take. Like, I just, I don't know. They've been cursed for 50 years, both of them. So I don't know if I'm going to look out. Real, and the Browns, too, America. Look out like, oh, the Jets, Lions, Browns trifecta. But on the Packers, everyone's using the example Greg used. I'm using a slightly different one. Seattle last year, you have a potential Hall of Fame quarterback in Russell Wilson. Obviously, Aaron's a no-doubter who just had the worst year of his career. There was a lot of me, me, me stuff. He moves on, seems super happy with his, you know, new uh, significant other. And you, the, you know, the scorn team on the other side say, okay, nobody talk about us. We have a really good coach. We trust our running game. We're consistently good around here. We have no expectations. So, yeah, I, I think Jordan can, can Jordan be about as good as Aaron was last year? Yeah, I think he, not, not who Aaron was, but who Correct. he was last year. Of course yeah. he can. And those young receivers will be better. LaFleur is a good coach. They have a really good running game in, a, in an open division. I like that. I like yes it. and no. Oh. All right, yes in that. Look, I, I'm not going to act like I'm the Jordan like Love expert, <laughs> but I'm just going off when I saw him against Philadelphia last year. And I thought he showed more poise, maturity, growth, confidence than he had the previous times we had seen him play. He looked like he had really learned a lot, and I think sitting at the feet of Aaron Rodgers for three years will help him out. But unlike Nick, I don't think they're going to be that good. I think that division, I like Detroit. Minnesota is what they are, and they're going to be pretty good. I mean, they, they could struggle in, in the NFC and in that division. So I think they won't win a ton of games. They won't make the playoffs, and that will have people kind of down on Jordan. But individually, I think he'll have – a pretty good year. I like him. I think he's going to be able to throw the ball quite far, considering Aaron Rodgers only had four balls caught over 20 yards. Uh, moving on, Kansas City. You know, bro, great city. Uh, we loved it. We treated us fantastic. Oh, the food, the people, the camaraderie, yep. the hospitality. Everything. I met the mayor. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. He was really nice. <laughs> uh, only thing missing, superstar defensive tackle. Ooh, Chris Jones, still not at training camp. And now he's tweeting. Some people are calling this cryptic. I thought it was just nice. Casey, yeah. what's the problem? <laughs> I love you. This is all good vibes. You think? I love a good vibes. Brett Beach gave an interview the day before yesterday saying Chris wants a ton of money and deserves a ton of money, mm -hmm. saying we're not going to trade him. One of the reasons we traded Tyreek was because we want to sign Chris Jones, and now Chris Jones is demonstrating his love for the city. I had nothing to worry about here. Okay. The, listen, I, I'm on the record on this. I do not think the Chiefs can go undefeated without him. So I would like him back in order to pursue the what? Greg? Oh, you think they can? You do. You think Greg? the Chiefs can go undefeated without him? Greg, we can't go Greg, undefeated. That's too much. The fact that that's you're even far. talking about being undefeated, stop it. What do you man? mean? Last, the like, last time they won the Super Bowl, they went. They lost one game all year with Mahomes until they went to the Super Bowl, a road Super Bowl with five backup offensive linemen. Look, so yeah, I mean they were one game away stick from to having the topic. Work. It's a cute tweet. Like <laughs> I love you, Kansas City. Yeah. I want to be there. Everybody knows that. that you're going to be there. Just move on. Sign the deal. Get it done. Get as close as you can to Aaron Donald. And let's get it on with it. You want to be defensive player of the year, you got to be there at the beginning of the season. You'll be there. Also, you guys love depth charts so much. The Chiefs released their unofficial depth chart. Guess who their starting <laughs> defensive tackle is? 
Chris Jones. You're allowed to just put people out there. Well, they're very Tom Brady on the Patriots. I'm just telling you. Look. Well, he's under contract. Not there. Where's the money? All right. And I Clark hope Hunt's they are account. not taking advantage of my man, Patrick Mahomes. He took less money so you could pay people. They're going to. All right, Travis Kelsey's making less money so you can pay people. You didn't have enough for Tyreek Hill. Do you have enough for Chris Jones? They're going to pay him. You better. That's all I'm saying. I'm all for the quarterback leaving a little on the table if the team is going to use the money elsewhere. But if you're just going to put it in your pockets – I'm not they're with not that. So don't take advantage of Patrick Mahomes. you like Kansas City. I do, but I'm saying, I'm, st- I'm he, serious. Like, like why are they losing players what? when why Patrick Mahomes has money on the table? The playoffs You're and and Brew likes everybody. I, no, I want them. Bruce, I'm just saying, pay the man. He's coming off his best season. You know what? Pay the man. Th- that's what real Kansas City fans I'm are saying. I'm going to fight We're gonna go. We should go back to that place yeah, we had That's barbecue. all I'm saying. They loved us. Patrick <laughs> did y'all a solid. Yep. Do him a solid and yep, get his defensive right. tackle. We're moving on to Baltimore. Odell. Another team Brew loves. Brew <laughs> loves everybody. He does. Well, no, I don't. I love sure. Trevor Lawrence. I, I said Denver like not him, probably like not going to make the playoffs. Dan- Odell told Patriots definitely not making the playoffs. About the Super Bowl. I didn't understand this. It was going to be the day where I catch 15 balls and maybe 250. Yeah. That was the game plan for me, huh? What did you not understand? It just seems like he, a, I think he was saying that, that they figured was the, the that the Bengals were going to focus on cups, so he was going to have a ton of opportunities. 250? He was on pace. He's, He's exaggerating. Game. Mike Hilton responded. Take a listen. We'll see you week two. Man, you want to? Yeah, we'll see you week two. That's all I got to say. Well, that's fair. <laughs> nice and short and sweet. Um, could the Ravens steal... The conference from, the, or to me, the division from the Bengals. I like the Ravens. All right. See? <laughs> <You're not laughs> from Ohio. Yeah. No, but I keep it real. I'm an objective <sighs> analyst. All right. Yes. Absolutely. Because especially if Joe Burrow is go- might miss what the first four games or so, maybe five. Yeah, Baltimore definitely can win this division. When we make our picks, y'all might just be surprised. But yeah. Baltimore are they, can win this division. Are they good enough to have you pick them and not abandon them? Stick with them all year? Well, I didn't abandon my picks last the year. The Cincinnati's in and out. I, I, I made a mistake on the Bengals. <laughs> Came around late, but uh, I had never picked the Bengals. Oh, okay. Got it. Got that, it. My well, I, I like the Bengals. Yeah, I like I'm, the I'm just going to jump in. I like the Bengals. However, I don't think that the Ravens will be stealing anything. Look, they were in it. They could have won the division last year. Thank they you. were in the running. Like, Lamar Jackson was out. He's healthy this year going into the season. They have a plethora of weapons. None better than, in my opinion, Zay Flowers. Who is going to? I love Zay Flowers. Yes, I do. I absolutely love Zay Flowers. He's going to come out strong all year. I think Odell Beckham, the the expectations because of his name, because of what we've seen him do in years prior, are maybe a little too high. But he's going to be effective. But don't try to overdo it. This team, this what is a great mean? team. Numbers wise, Greg, just to put you on the spot, what is Odell? I saw a thing like a fantasy football thing. It was like, do not draft Odell. He's not going to put up numbers. Yeah, I, it's not about that. It's about impacting the game in several different ways, and I think that's his approach. It's not about the 1,000-yard seasons. It's going to be making the plays when his number is called, being the leader that he can be, and putting, uh, allowing these guys to get caught up to speed on what to do, how to be professional, all the things like that. I'm, the Bengals are about two more quotes away from me turning my back on them. I've supported the Bengals. I didn't like the Burrowhead stuff, but all last year I said the Bengals were disrespected. I, I supported Joe Burrow. I said, and I was wrong, that Jamar Chase was the best receiver in football. That's Justin Jefferson, but I still think Jamar he second said, I'll best. I'll see you in I, week two. What yeah, do you want the, him to say? The, what, what, this was not Odell talking trash. He, yeah. this, this Odell talking about a Super Bowl for the Rams. He didn't have to respond to it. He's as Odell Beckham Jr. in a game his team won and the Bengals lost, saying I was going to have an even bigger game than I had. And then, and all of a sudden, Mike Hilton is like, "Oh, I'll get my get back." And we didn't two. say that. I'm just saying. Too. I'm just. It's a little. Okay. A little you're on, chirpy. You're on notice. It's a little <laughs> chirpy. Finally. I, I, but I don't want to pick who brew. I don't know, man. I gotta. I gotta. We're gonna go to Indianapolis. Mm. 
Mm, and Nick Greg, wrote you're this. Like this one. Yeah. Nick told me to write oh, yeah. Oars Galore. <laughs> Oars Galore. Because yesterday yeah. it was Baker or Kyle oh, Trask on the official Microsoft. And Bruce spread. said it's never happened. Never no, happened in NFL no. history. What, said, what I said was I've never seen or on the depth yeah, now, chart. And, and, now, and I had with. never. Now now everybody I had never seen or on the depth chart. But here's the thing. This was justified. Yeah. The difference is that Baker lost ground. What? The reason you had or down there in Tampa is because we didn't think it'd be an or. We thought it'd be Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask. But you know what? It's like this, so now it's an or there. Okay. This one, Richardson, we know wasn't ready. There's no, but there's but this nobody's lost one. ground. But here. In San Francisco, they've got an or between <laughs> Darnold and Lance. Is there an or? On yes, there? it between is the between backup. the two. Have you seen that? Yes. yes. I'm not making. Oh, it that's up. for backups. Oh, yeah. Backups, yeah. You, oh, different. you see it all the time. It, it's no or with Brock Purdy. My man, ain't no or with Brock Purdy. Shoot. Oh my goodness. You you want you stepped into that one. Oh my God. No. Or with Brock Purdy. What type right? of weird high five was that? I wasn't ready, and we're in no, the box, and I was like, still locked in. I was like, I'm like, I'm the Brock Purdy guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just? Can Terrible. you just? Can yeah, you just admit ask. you were wrong? Please, please. I said you yelled at Greg. A and personal I. thing. I have never seen that Greg on the depth came chart. To me I had the never show seen and it. said, "Does he always yell?" Like yes. That? I was I mean, like, you hey. literally, Greg. You know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about. Have you ever seen an or? See it all the time. Oh, no no way. Stop. No it. way. Come on, man. We Pull all it. seen it. Pull Everybody it. sees the okay. or. So it had never happened, and now it's happened three times in 24 hours. That's a hell of a coincidence. Copy yeah. that league. It, Baker lost ground. That's the difference. Okay, so if they at one point remove the what is if this? If they remove the we don't. Sean Payton wants none of that on the sidelines, and I'm winning my That really needed to have happened sooner. <laughs> yeah, the audience to like, get it. This is like four seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Welcome back to the show, Frisky Commanders. What, what are you What are you guys doing here? <laughs> what are you doing? Ron Rivera has now apologized for addressing players' concerns that new OC Eric Bieniemy was too intense. Take a listen. <laughs> As I've said many times since I've hired Eric, I love the overall message that he gave to the team his first day, and that was basically we got to learn to be comfortable when we're uncomfortable. We talked about it, and it's you know, and it was just I basically told him I put my foot in my mouth. Um, I think. What I said wasn't as clear as it needed to be, and I think the understanding of, of of it is just the fact that I think everybody's making, in my opinion, a little bit more than needs to be made of this. Okay, then don't. <laughs> was this a good sign or a bad sign? It's a bad sign for your team. All right, now, oh, no, I, I like Ron it. Rivera, but he has a ha- he's kind of too forthcoming. All right, with the media. Like, you don't have to tell the media every single thing. Agreed. All right? I don't have to tweet every little thing going on between me and my wife or me and my kids. All right? And this is what he's doing. Remember last year when he blamed everything on the quarterback? Well, that's the difference. We got quarterback. Then, then they, everybody made a big deal out of that. He's created a, an unnecessary distraction by talking about the receivers going to him concerned about Eric Bieniemy. Now, that's my other thing, Greg, and maybe you'll take this next. Why are the receivers concerned about Eric Bieniemy being intense? Maybe yelling at them. All right. I mean, I, I don't even like to use this graphic, oh, no. but this my goodness. And Rivera addressed it. He said, he said, you got to be different Bro. with these kids nowadays. Coming out of Bro. college, they're coming from different types of programs. You can Bro. get yelled at. No one's gonna all right? And it is not the end of the world, young man. He's trying to make you better. Okay. All right. The fact that they can't handle being we yelled at, somebody awesome. being intense, just justifies what, what was on that screen. <laughs> on that and screen. so I'm concerned about them being a tad bit mentally soft. Well, it's, I don't even think it's about being mentally soft. It's the culture that Ron Rivera has spoken to that he has set. I've always had an open dialogue with my players. I've encouraged them to come and talk to me about how they feel. Well, Eric Bieniemy, coming over from Kansas City, he's always done it a different way. And he's the one that's bringing the winning type of pedigree. Regardless of his role that he played with the Kansas City Chiefs, he's bringing that. You embraced it. However, I am... 
I, I'm, I'm a little cautious of it because there's a lot of guys who are like, well, I loved it. It made me a better player. We saw Tyreek Hill come out and say things. We've heard Shady McCoy come out and say, say the, opposite. the absolute opposite. And as a parent, when I have four kids, which I do, I can't parent them all the same. I have to understand what each one needs. And that's where I feel like Eric Bieniemy sometimes misses the mark because he is of the mindset that this is how I coach. This is what it is. And, it, and, and when you approach a situation that way, you start to lose guys before they, you ever win them. You can't lose guys before you've ever reeled them in and given them context on why you're going to be this way. So I, I'm a little cautious on it. It's not that I'm out on it. But I'm with you with Ron Rivera. He, he's saying too much. This should never have even Shouldn't been even discussed. Be okay, so moving forward, Nick, how do you think this plays out? Because I was the one saying, hey, Washington's got a great defense, and now we've got Sam Howell, who there was draft projections that he could have been a first-rounder. He yeah. slipped or just kind of just got less hot, I guess. And you've got Dotson is great, and Scary Terry is going to be great. Mm-hmm. But the main narrative coming out of Washington is not that Kevin thinks that the – Commanders are going to be frisky. It's that Eric Bieniemy's mean to the players. Yeah. I, so do I, you listen, think it spins forward in a good way or what? Happens? I don't. The well, I think this is a bigger indictment on Rivera than it is Bieniemy by a wide margin. I think I, I for a I number agree. of reasons. One is, I think it is an odd spot that multiple receivers felt the need to go to him. It wasn't just one guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That there was that it was like going going around the your guy's big off season acquisition essentially was Eric Bieniemy. That yeah. I don't you know what I mean? That I don't love. That's first of all. Second of all, you tweeted it and you were right. This is why Belichick says coaches coach, players play. You know what I mean? Like, say nothing. He was asked just for a second. He was asked specifically, like a reporter knew about this. Yes. Like, hey, the receivers are coming to you. What's your take? And 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 so there's a lot of you know loose lips, if you will, in Washington. The fact that the reporter knew, and then Rivera confirmed and went down the road and all of it. But the reason I think ultimately this is probably, and I feel bad for Eric because I understand Shady had a bad experience with him. Mm -hmm. But Kelsey adores him. Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, obviously in in Miami is talking about how how much he loved him. That Mahomes really thrived under him and loved him. But I don't think you can win in this league with below-average coaching and below-average quarterback play. And the Ron Rivera thing is people have a hard time because he is such a respected man and he is so well-liked and he is such – he's almost an important coach. All of these things, I don't think in 2023 he's a great coach. And I think that at times he can cause problems that don't need to be caused. So I don't believe in the coach, and I don't believe in the quarterback, and I think it's a tough division. And, you know, the, the you believe in the defense. I think the defense can be good, but how good? Once again, everybody's going to have a top-five defense mm-hmm. this year, evidently. I I think this is uh, what could have already been a very rough season is off to an odd start. Greg, just quickly, is are those practices weird now? How would you describe these practices moving forward for Washington? No, they're not weird. You got to address the issue face to face. Like I if I'm in that room, I've had situations where I've not agreed with what a coach has said, and I've confronted them right there on the spot. Like I'm not going to the head coach and saying, "Hey Mike, can you talk to Jimmy Robinson?" But is is that a problem like, though that they didn't do that? It's it's not even that it's a problem. It's a sign of them not having the respect. Correct. It's Eric, like that they don't that, think the enemy is exactly. Is, it's like he's a substitute teacher. Yeah, and that, that in my opinion, substitute that, teacher? that falls well, yeah, on the shoulders of Ron him. Rivera. They're but going around him, and it's because not like. Ron, has, Ron allowed it. Yeah. He, no, his I, response should have been you. go talk, talk to him. Right. I'm with you on the Rivera stuff, but the fact that they had to go around you. I mean, look, who's the winner? Eric Bieniemy's the one with the winning pedigree. Yeah, but I don't. The, not Washington. I don't know. It's a weird Listen spot. To the guy. Hey, Josh. Yeah. We got a break, but Josh, we got to start grinding Giants tapes. Oh, you're out on the Commanders. I, I didn't say that. I say we're gonna grind. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna, I hope you're out. Let's on get on some Giants footage. You need to hit a winning it prediction week like coming up. Yeah. Prediction. You can't be casting a lot with the Commanders. I just. We're just gonna. Uh, let's go to back to Barnwell's breakout candidates list. He mentioned Trevor Lawrence. He also mentioned. Mac Jones. He was writing, uh, this is verbatim, how little the Patriots did last season to create easy confidence-building completions for Jones. Tell me about it, Bill. 
Their play action rate was down and their RPO game was virtually non-existent. Hello? I believe he'll look more like the player we expected to see a year ago. Totally agree. You said if you ever bought an NFL franchise, you'd call Bill Barnwell yeah. and have him be the GM or personnel manager. Well, I'd well, obviously be the owner GM, but he would Barnwell would, he would be a good lead. <laughs> yeah, like assistant, one of my assistants. Okay, so he loves Mac Jones. So do you want to disagree okay, with yourself so he there? Love, fire Bill Barnwell. He doesn't already? love Mac Jones, and but you are correct. I did, uh, you know. Sign off on what he said about Trevor Lawrence. Yes. And his point that they will put the training wheels back on the offense for their very <laughs> limited quarterback to try to prevent the self-inflicted errors, which will then allow him to look more like the very limited player, but safe he was as a rookie. I agree with that. I think he will look a lot more like rookie Mac Jones, which was not that good. I would take that, though. Of course you'd take it. You, you're, you're, you're a man walking about the desert, dying of thirst. You'll take anything, <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's great. So as far as silence is doubters, no. I'll say Real? no to that one. No. Okay. Now, he'll be better. Like I, I agree with a lot of what Nick said. Obviously, he's got a much better situation now with Bill O'Brien there, but they're not going to win. The, Why not? They are play? not going to win because they're the fourth best team well, in a four-team division. Well, special teams was always good, right? Right? Yeah. The defense, defense will, be will be good. The coaching's great. The quarterback got better. The running game is great. Okay. Well, sounds good. That was what weird. am I? You, you what am I? Worst team in that division. Then you went over Who's there. Who's not like, going to be good like in that division? Well, the Jets might. Well, not Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown for 300 yards in and 23 games. So <laughs> here's the thing. The truth of the matter is, I actually think uh, the season that I described is the worst-case scenario for you guys, where Max, like, bounces back right, a bit, they're not gonna have fine, answers. and then they just prolong this. They're not know what he better. is. He's going to be if better, but they're if, not You know what's best? If all of a sudden an or pops up on the, no. on the depth chart. 11 is up next. Thanks for joining us.